Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Good Game Report podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. I am your host, Gigi Nelly, joined by my co-host, Gigi underscore Deli, and Stav underscore GGR. I think that's what you are on Twitch now. Um, and our special guest for the week, Mendy. How are you guys doing this week? Hello. Doing nice. good. I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. Finishing up my finals, then I am a official college graduate don't do it stay there forever i will try not to um (laughs) so uh this week we're going to be going over uh, a few things uh so we have the free games uh which i'll be hitting up some awesome news about ryan reynolds star wars youtube and halo so big names this time uh and then just uh some cool little discussion topics for later on uh, so let's hop right into it, uh, free games. Uh, so the free games for the month uh, on Xbox are Insane Robots, Jurassic World Evolution, Toy Story 3, and Castlevania Lord of Shadows. Uh, for PlayStation, we have Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross. And then Twitch Prime, we have Hugh Hover. Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. Uh, how do I pronounce that? Toe Jam? Yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, back in the Groove. Uh, and then Ski Lifts Gone Wrong. Okay, real quick here. <laughs> ski Lift, like the thought of like a broken ski lift is just like terrorizing. I to hope me that's a horror game. It's yeah. uh, like, have, there's like this movie, have you, I think it's called. I think it's actually called Frozen, not the Disney one. Yes, but these people, I love that movie. Nobody people, ever has heard of it. They get stuck like on a chairlift for like an entire long, like it's so uh, good holiday it's weekend bad. or something like that, dude. It it's is bad. so scary just to think about. Crazy thing though, huge plot twist. Um, if a ski resort is dumb, they would close on a holiday weekend. Um, yeah, that's like the biggest time for any ski resort out there. So. Um, but talking yeah. about these free games, Titanfall Two being free on PlayStation Four is is awesome. That game's sick. Um, one one of my favorite games recently that PS Four has has put out. So definitely highly recommend getting that if you are a PlayStation player. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the uh, biggest title on for uh, this month, uh, and I think the Man, only come one. On, that Toy I've Story heard Three. Of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's the only uh, title I've actually heard of uh, in this lineup this uh, month. How come Jurassic is Jurassic World a play off of Jurassic Park? No, totally different. Hmm. Well, it's probably. like a spinoff. Of yeah, yeah. Like Jurassic World, the movies is a spinoff of the old ones. Yeah, yeah. And then that game is like about um, it's like a simulator game. Like you, you own a park. I believe. I think that's what it is. Gotcha. You, how, you come there's like no, how come there's no banging Jurassic Park games of in the past? There's no good uh, movie games at all. So That's a good point. Oh, come on, Toy Story 3? <laughs> <laughs> there's no good movie games at all. Actually, uh, I'm going to think of a good movie game by the end of this podcast. One. The Ratatouille game? The no. Ratatouille game. Dang it. The Ratatouille uh, what is like your guys's biggest like this month? What's the one game uh, that you guys let's take Titanfall out of that? The one game that you guys would uh, choose to play? I'm gonna say Toe Jam and Earl. 
because that is like a the back in the groove is like an up it's like a remake of an original game from a, a while back and i know a lot of people really enjoyed that game and it's probably one of the newer ones for sure on the list and uh getting it for free is really nice i know it came out and a lot of people were excited about it just because it was a remake and it was like a really good return to the original i i think i would go ski lifts gone wrong just to see what's up <laughs> I'm curious about that one too, but Monster Energy Supercross that might be up my alley. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, I, I think personally, I'd have to go with uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, just because <laughs> I love mystery games. So I think that one would be fun. How, how, how many seem Sherlock Holmes games are there? Is this the same one? That's, that was that's the same one that was free last month on uh, PlayStation or Xbox or whichever one it was. Do they uh, just yeah. rotate the games, or it just kind of happened like that? They could just. I think when games hit that point of their sale life. They just kind of like here. You can have it for free. You can have it for free, and then and then they put them out. It's probably it's like Oprah, goes. but it's yeah. just like between Twitch, <laughs> PS4. You get a game. You get a game. You get a game. <laughs> Make the rotation for sure. Yeah, but uh, I mean, last month it was definitely overshadowed by like Sekiro and all that. So maybe they just like really wanted to get the downloads in there, so they had it up there for another month. Yeah. But, you know, talking about big games being available on the computer, Delhi, you had some really awesome Halo news for us. Yes, sir. So to start us off with some gaming news uh, for this podcast, we're going to talk about Halo Reach coming to PC. It's a game that came out in 2009, 2010, I think. It's it's old. It's a pretty old game. Pretty, it's one of the older Halo games. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite Halo games, though. It came to PC, it's on Steam, and Xbox Game Pass, if you have that. It's $9.99 for the game by itself, or you can get the Master Chief Collection, which will eventually, as they come out, the it'll add the other Halo games to that collection. They, they will, they're going to release them like in chronological order. And uh, it's out now, and a lot of people are playing it. Uh, what are you guys' takes on this game coming out? Um, honestly, I think this is kind of an underwhelm for me uh as far as halo news goes uh i mean i've played reach it was fun i didn't think that it was like a huge thing like oh my gosh it's on pc too now um because I, I believe most microsoft games are on pc so even with that i probably would have assumed that it was compatible in some form at least yeah, no, this is the first Halo game since Halo 1 to be uh, on PC. I've, I've done some watching on, on Twitch, and it looks like the people that are playing are really happy to be playing, like, an updated yeah. Halo game. I would say uh, most most of the dudes that are, like, are popular Fortnite streamers or even whatever, Apex or any of that, any of those popular streamers, they all started with uh, some... They all probably mm-hmm. started somewhere in the esports scene on Halo, like... Somewhere I know Ninja is one of the big ones, but there's a few others out there too. Yeah, I mean, Courage, Courage even started in Halo growing up. So yeah, I mean that the graphics themselves look look fantastic. Um, I, I think the game looks very strong. So um, I mean, yeah, they cool. give it they gave it a little bit there. of an update. They gave it a little bit of an update, and uh, it runs at a uh, smooth sixty frames now, which is a big update. Um, but yeah, it it's it runs really well. I've enjoyed it. I've played it for a couple of hours since it came out. I'm not like a huge Halo guy, but I kind of want to get it. I don't know why. It looks 
it's kind of like bringing back old memories. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm super glad that they made it like so easy to obtain. Like it's just it's only ten bucks. Like it's not like uh, you know yeah. they, they come out here and sell a ten year old game for forty bucks, like some companies might do. But like ten dollars, that's like almost like a well, might as well get your worth out of it. But now, does cool. does this remake have a a new like a new campaign or is it just multiplayer? No, they remade the or like they. They did all they the updates the to the campaign, but it's the campaign from the original Reach. Like, everything's the original. It's just updated to run on PC and all that kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. There's nothing now, if, new, necessarily. If you have, like, a 144 hertz, like, monitor, can you go higher than 60, or is it just going to be stuck at 60? I think 60 is the cap, but, um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure 60 is the cap, though. Gotcha. Because no, it is cool. still a console port, so they have to, to do some mm. work with it. I'm and happy it's 10 out. years old. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so moving on to the next thing, uh, we wanted to talk about some YouTube gaming stuff. A lot of controversy in the YouTube gaming area for content creators and things. Um, YouTube was getting ready to land some band hammers on some folks for posting their gaming videos that they've been doing for a while, people that have built their gaming channels up because they were equivalating uh, in-game violence to real-world violence. And a lot of people were getting upset with this because, it uh, one, that doesn't even make any sense. And two, like, it's just these guys are out here making these gaming videos for all, like, I mean, kids from all ages to, to adults are watching videos about video games. And so it's kind of hard to to say, like, oh, you have to be 21 plus to be able to watch these videos and things. And so um, that really knocks down on a lot of people's revenue on YouTube. And, and a lot of people were mad about that. And after they received a lot of controversy, they made some changes to equivalate the gaming channels as more in-game violence to movies and TV so that there's a lot less age gating to that. And so they're allowing more accessibility across YouTube. I think there's still some age gating for that because they're trying to make sure that, you know, some eight year old's not watching something violent. But um I think uh it's definitely a good step in the right direction for, for that. What do you guys take on that? Well, I would like to start with saying that they should absolutely be equating in game violence with real world violence because video game is the number one cause of violence in the country. Uh <laughs> it's just proven Ow, fact. That's a hot take there. Uh, I mean, look at all the violence in the country. They learned it from Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> but no, for real, I'll be Fortnite. definitely Halo. I was thinking Fortnite. definitely, <laughs> but uh, in in all reality, no, I think this is good. Uh, I think that it's probably been a long time coming. In all honesty, I think they've been a little slow on it. But uh, no, I'm glad that you know gamers are getting at least that some form of protection in their videos and content they're making and putting up for other people to enjoy and other people to, you know, be inspired by. Uh, All right. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, sorry. Uh, Mindy, what, what do you think about this? YouTube? I know you're a bigger YouTube guy. What do you, what do you think? Um, I can kind of understand the age restriction as far as some video goes, like mm. video games or not. Cause, um, I forget I forget the story, but there was this one kid that uploaded videos of Red Dead Redemption and it was like really insensitive and they took it down. And I feel like if you do something a little bit too risky, there should be some sort of 
age restriction that you should put on it. But I know that kind of messes with the monetization of the video. And yeah. I can kind of understand why they wouldn't want to do that. But at the same time, it's like, do you really want to have your son, like your eight-year-old kid, watch this really graphic video game or something like that? Yeah. What about you, Stop? It's it's just the PC way we are now. You know, everything's kind of going going this direction. Like Nelly said, I'm surprised it's kind of taking this long. Um, I mean, it's just this is you know what you're getting into when you're doing anything with YouTube. It's very restricted. Yeah, uh, very ad there's, friendly. There's a you know, it's kind of a very thin line when you're going down the YouTube um, kind of path. So um, it's, it's it's not shocking to me. Uh, I could probably see it even going even further. You know, a couple of years from now. For sure. So, like, uh, stop. As a uh, content creator, uh, like, little scenario for you. Uh, how would you have reacted if one of your Fortnite videos ended up getting taken down for you know in-game violence? Sue them. So, <laughs> oh. But some people—that's right how they make their money. Would they upload these videos? It's got to be yeah, really frustrating for, sure. a for lot them. Of, a lot of people's revenue comes from this. I, I think content creators basically thrive off of just views on on their youtube videos you know they're putting a lot of work they're paying a lot of these moderators and editors to mm -hmm. make these youtube videos really good and you know if it's if if you're just playing fortnite and all of a sudden your video just gets taken down you're just they're going to be potentially losing money so it's it's just tough just they should just have their own gaming section and whether you have to sign in at a certain age or something like that to be able to view it um maybe make it like pg-13 rated r or or whatever kind of treat it like a movie so you know what you're getting into before you watch the movie or the, the mm -hmm. video uh just just do something you know it's it's kind of crazy yeah it, it can be hard there it's a hard spot for sure on either side just because you know there's content creators out there making their revenue and they they spend money time effort making videos for them just to get taken down because of that but at the same time you have to think YouTube is, you know, a big entertainment thing. And like you're saying, if you want to rate videos, then that requires a lot of work to try and go through each video that gets uploaded because who knows how many hours of videos are uploaded every day. And you have to go through and, like, also, um, you know, pay attention to what's being put out. And it's just a hard place all around, I think. Yeah, and I, 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 would oh, be, I, I would be super pissed if myself or my team worked on you know, 10 hours of yeah. gameplay, mm -hmm. break it down into a 10 minute video only to have it be taken down a day yeah, later. Sure. Like that would be just very frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. and, and that could be multiple videos too. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, I actually heard that uh, superstar Ryan Reynolds has taken a hands-on approach to fighting online video game violence I was, I was just getting there i was saying just speaking of some in-game and movie violence oh sorry ryan, I I... no no you're good you're good ryan reynolds is coming out with a movie he's starring in the movie it's called free guy and he is a character he's playing a character that finds out that he's an npc in an open world video game and just from the trailer uh it looks interesting. It looks really funny to me. Ron Reynolds, no matter what he does, he's going to be funny anyways. Um, but he finds out that he's this NPC in a in a in an open world game, and then is trying to fight back. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think about this movie? Trash. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. I watched the trailer. I can understand why someone would think it is trash or 
it's not going to look good because it might actually be trash. But I don't know. It has a really interesting concept. I kind of want to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it. When it comes to Netflix, I'll watch it. How about that? <laughs> you know, All right, th- Nelly. You, yeah. you hate the movie too? No. Uh, actually, I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, and I'm you know, a huge supporter of Ryan Reynolds. Loved... First off, Deadpool, obviously, but Greenlander, of course, was also amazing. I, you know, didn't hate it. Um, <laughs> however, I do think one of Ryan Reynolds' best movies is R.I.P.D. Uh, and yeah, I'm getting probably. a very similar kind of feel mm-hmm. uh, as R.I.P.D. took. Uh, so I, I'm excited, and uh, I do think this is going to be a theater movie for me. Cool theater cool. movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably, I'll probably see it comes out. Uh, I just was looking at the date. It comes out July third in twenty twenty. I mean, I have nothing going on that entire weekend of July third, so man, <laughs> count me in. They are counting on it to be a hit in the studio. Um, Sorry, canceling that. all my Fourth of July plans because I'm just gonna marathon this this movie. It may you know, not be times. day one for me. Jeez, um, but also, what a terrible date for that for that movie to come out, huh? That is a risky move. That is a yeah, bold. They're they're counting on it. Um, it also it uh to relate it even more to some gaming. Um, it has quite a few YouTube personalities in it. Jacksepticeye, Qbert. Oh no, that's who he's playing. Qbert is his character. Jacksepticeye. Qbert. Who's Qbert? Love Qbert. Great content creator. <laughs> Ninja is gonna be in it. Pokimane and Laserbeam are all are all gonna appear in the movie. Those are some big big YouTube names, big uh, streamers. So. That's Deli, cool that they brought Deli and Mendy, real quick. Uh, Nelly kind of said his favorite Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, I'd like to know your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie. I think we can all say Ryan Reynolds is going to be okay in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ryan Reynolds is going to carry whatever movie he's in. Pokemon, so I, I, the Pokemon I, Detective Pikachu movie. I did not watch that. Pretty bad. <laughs> oh, I forgot about such a that movie. movie. Was really good to see Pokemon live on the screen, but the movie itself was pretty bad. But it wasn't bad. <laughs> As bad because Ron Reynolds carried that movie and he was mm-hmm. the voice of a Pikachu. He wasn't even in the movie for ninety nine percent of it. So what's your what's your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie then, Deli? Uh I mean uh what the proposal? What's the <laughs> I was thinking of that one in my mind too. My mind just blanked on Oh, Deadpool. I, I think Deadpool probably, but RIPD is pretty good. Like that is that is a very good one. Um, I guess now that I like, I mean, he's funny and everything, but I don't have like a ton of, not a big, seen every movie by him. I guess I have his uh, entire collection. So <laughs> many, 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 many. What about you? I know this is gonna sound like cop out, but I'm gonna say Deadpool as well. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I think he's just perfect as answer. the role. Honestly. A rookie answer. No, he, really did, he did kill really Deadpool, good. man. It was it made was, for him, like that character exactly. and everything. I thought yeah. he did a great job. I would I would have to shout out his first movie, uh, Van Wilder, as being <laughs> my favorite. That movie was just like, I think like I became like an adult when I watched that movie when I was like <laughs> 16 years old. And I was just like, okay, let's go. This is this This is it going forward. Jokes like this and... Uh, waiting was really good too. That one with the restaurant—that's uh, kind of underrated in his career. I don't think I saw that one. I haven't seen too many of his old things. That's for sure. I'm a youngin. He's that. Brad like, Tui. 
He's had like uh, I'm surprised no one said Green Lantern, huh? I mentioned it earlier. I was young, so I didn't think that movie was as bad as it now was. I liked it, but yeah, no, I did not hate Green Lantern. Uh, Ryan Reynolds hates it, but uh, <laughs> I think a lot he of people became an entire it. new superhero because he hated Green Lantern so much. <laughs> <laughs> he killed himself off. He had yeah, to. I think, he had to I think whatever he's in, he's going to end up carrying, and I think it. Regardless of whether the movie's bad, I think to me, I think the movie looks the way it does on purpose to to be cheesy. But whatever he's in, I think he'll be he'll be fine. Real quick, one 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 more movie I want to shout out that he was actually like a really good actor in, and it was just basically him the entire time. Was Buried? You guys seen Buried? No. Never heard of it. Sounds familiar. He's just like he he's like uh, working uh, like uh, in. So like Iraq is like a driver or something like that, like a U.S. driver, and he gets captured and buried alive, oh, and no, it's just true. him in a like a, a box the entire time, and he's just really really good at it. Nice. That yeah. that's a good. Well, it's uh, not hard being a box. Like, like I I bet the cost of the movie was like two hundred bucks. <laughs> nice. All right, so for the uh, last little bit, and keeping with the movie theme here, uh, for gaming news. So a lot of movie news in the gaming news section. Um, we're going to talk about this Fortnite event that's coming up. Fortnite's known for their big events, the big things that they do in-game. Everybody knows about all, all the crazy things they do. And the next one they got coming up on December 14th, they're going to be showing a unseen exclusive scene, whatever you want to call it, premiere of a clip from Star Wars on the screen in Risky Reels. For people to see and i think that is the most out of everything they've done this is the craziest like the coolest most different thing i don't know the concert was pretty up there but the concert was lit dude i think this, <laughs> I went this to it twice concert, this and the concert <laughs> are probably the craziest weird things that they've done what, what do y'all's take on this i like when they do like these live these live things like i know the, the mm. past couple have been like pretty over the top but uh like if they just did stuff like the the concert more often people will mm-hmm. be back in love with it but i will say if this event doesn't come with launch pads i'm going to be heated <laughs> uh, uh, Nelly, what do you think about it so i am conflicted because star wars is by far one of my favorite things on the planet earth i guess not on the planet earth but uh i have intentionally been avoiding all spoilers and trailers for the movie Mm -hmm. uh, just so I can go in fresh. So this is something that I'll be missing out on for multiple reasons, but same. I haven't watched any trailers. Yeah. Uh, Mindy, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a great idea. Honestly, it seems like a lot of people tune in on this. Like, I guess from a marketing sense, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, for sure. They, they kill it with these like events where we have Star Wars or we have Star Wars skins, mm-hmm. or we have Marvel and we have Marvel skins. Like these types of things are definitely where they're killing the game in marketing for sure. I even see tweet like after they do something like this, I'll see tweets like, "I don't play Fortnite or care for Fortnite, but seeing all these announcements and stuff that they do for it, like it's really cool that they do it for their players." Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I think. The game news. Oh. Oh, okay. You go, you go, you go. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, okay. Um, oh, yep. But no, uh, I think it is 
honestly awesome how Fortnite does keep like everything that's important or could be important to a gamer. So, you know, Stranger Things, uh, Marvel, Mm. Star Wars, they are very community oriented on it, whether it's just them wanting to make money or it's them really playing to what their community would love to see in the game. Uh, you know, I, I do think that Epic has been making some real big brain decisions on, uh, you know, some of these cool events that they have going on. And so yeah. I, I do love to see that. It always seems like a, like a surprise too. like, even though they keep doing this sort of thing, I'm always shocked to see like, Oh wow, they're doing something with star Wars. It's like, Oh wow, they're doing something with Marvel. And yeah, like each time, time I'm, I'm always amazed that they pull it off and cause you don't really see any other games do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So to that is like, it's kind of hard not to pay attention to it. It's hard for other people who aren't involved in the community, the community to be, you know, tuning in and be interested about it. Yeah. Do you think Fortnite reaches out to these, you know, like the Star Wars and the Marvel, or you think Marvel sees Fortnite as mm. such an opportunity that they're the ones reaching out to Fortnite? It's probably, I would say, in my opinion, it's probably. Somewhat halfway, but I think yeah. Fortnite's a little more on the like 60, 60, 70%. Because of them, yeah, of them reaching out market. for the opportunity? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I disagree actually. I think Disney just has a contract with Epic that they <laughs> got unlocked back at the peak of the game, uh, realizing, oh, hey, this is where we're reaching that younger audience. You think so? Yeah, I just, I just think I Fortnite do. was the one that reached out to get that contract first off. And then they saw how popular. If you guys remember, what was it? Two years ago, uh, they when the World Cup was going on, they even they put a soccer stadium in in the original map, mm-hmm. and then they they had all the soccer skins coming out. So it's you know, I wouldn't even say they may not even have a contract with Disney, honestly, because they did Batman. That's not Disney wouldn't allow that. And then Stranger Things, with, I don't think at the games right because they also launched the new well, not the new Batman games, but the previous Batman games. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, that's still all DC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, um, I mean, regardless of w- whatever way it is, it's pretty cool to see. So Yeah, just bring back the mechs. Bring back the mechs yeah, and the airplanes. Make a, make a Transformer skin and then uh, bring back the mechs for Transformer season. Not coming back until they bring back jetpacks. <laughs> jetpacks, oh, man. Again. I forgot about the jetpacks. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so uh, that is our gaming news. And then uh, we wanted to talk uh, from news to views uh, and had this question of should streamers play and stream for the views or for the love of, of you know, just doing it, being out there. Um Stav and Deli and Mendy. Oh my gosh, I'm the only one here that doesn't stream. Nerd. Uh, so, uh, you guys obviously have, you know, experience streaming. What are you guys' opinions on it, Deli? Um, I think uh, this topic is kind of interesting because I think it's very hard to figure out what uh, what kind of is the right answer to it. It's it's so hard for someone to say that they want to stream a game that they like and enjoy when, you know, they may have a thousand viewers when they play Fortnite, but then they go down to 300 viewers when they play not Fortnite. And like, it's that's such a huge hit to their money that 
it's um it's hard to be like, well, just play what you want to play and enjoy it when that happens because that's a huge I mean, that's a huge chunk of the revenue right there. If you're just on Twitch, like you definitely should be doing other things, but um to say that uh to someone who who has that happen to them, like I think Ninja's fine. Ninja or those type of streamers are fine whenever they play a certain game because they don't they don't lose a ton of revenue, especially in a situation like Ninja, he has a ton of money. But um, for a lot of streamers, the smaller, big streamers, I guess you could say, it's hard to you know really decide what the move is there because it's it's revenue versus what they enjoy, and it just becomes to a point of like, does this just become a job that I go to every day, and maybe I don't necessarily enjoy it. But it makes the money, and then on my off time, I do what I enjoy. Like, you know, uh, really quickly, uh, really quickly, is the interference on Delhi? Is that just on my end, or is are other people getting that? No, it was fine, but on my end. Yeah. Okay, then it's just me. All right. Well, we stop. Was it good for you? Yeah, good. All right. So yeah, it's just a it's just a hard uh, area to really talk about. Stop. What are you thinking? This one's tough, and I'm only going to speak on like behalf of like my, my ideas behind it because I, I think it's really tough when you when you're going to start talking about like how other people feel. You know, obviously, me just being someone who streams for an average of four people, uh, I have found myself playing Fortnite mostly, but I'm also playing it because I'm having a lot of fun playing it. Also, being really angry at Fortnite itself. But, like, I'm, I have fun playing. I like playing with, you know, I've been playing with Mendy for about the past month. We've been having a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I play with, you know, my friends that are in a different part of the United States. So it's it, it's just for, for me, it's really cool to play that game. And also my average of four viewers really like to see me be really bad at Fortnite. <laughs> but um, where it kind of gets crazy is that when I bought Borderlands, uh, when it first came out, I was really excited to play it. I did notice that I wasn't getting that average of four views that I was getting before in Fortnite. And, you know, I don't know if it made me dislike the game a little bit more or if, or because if, I was playing solos and the game just wasn't fun in solos. Um, I ended up just like not playing Borderlands anymore. Like I, I, I put about 12 hours into it. and I just haven't gone back to it. So for me, you know, it's kind of more of a comfort thing. When I turn Twitch on, I hit that go live stream, that Fortnite just kind of pops up. Uh, but I've been playing Apex recently with Mendy, you know, Scoot, Deli we played the other night. Magic Touch has been playing with us recently. So it's, uh, we're having fun. I, I think my views have been somewhat the same as Fortnite because I think it's very similar gameplay. Um, so I would recommend that the people play for, play for the love because I've been loving playing Fortnite and kind of don't worry about the views at, at this point. I, I think I've realized that now and I didn't realize it when I was playing Borderland. Hmm. I think um, me personally, it's, it's really hard for me to tell myself or to tell anyone like you should play games will get you the most views. And if you're not having fun playing it, then you're just... What like why put yourself in that miserable state of mind of doing something that is for the enjoyment of others? So for me personally, it's hard to say, you know, do something or create content that you know will get the views, and you know, just make a profit off of it. But is it worth like in the long run? Maybe short term, yeah, it'll be good. But 
long term. It just seems like you kind of put yourself in that hole and you're stuck to that. Oh, you ha- you you're you're a streamer and you have to only play Fortnite or you only have to play that one game that gets you the most views. So this, like I keep saying, me personally, I would want to just play games that I personally want to play, regardless of the views. But I can totally understand why other people feel like they need to stick to the games that keeps their views up the highest. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say Deli and, and Mendy, you you guys play, you know, you know, a, a bunch of different games and, and stream and stream those games that you play. Mendy, you, you've been playing Rocket League, Apex, mm-hmm. Fortnite, Deli. You've been going down with, you know, Destiny Two. Uh, you've gone on Fort, you've gone on Fortnite in the past. You know, you're pretty mm-hmm. widespread. But Mendy, I think what you're saying is that a guy like Ninja, right, mm. that he's getting all these views because he is Fortnite. Totally. So when he was playing like Sakairo when it first came out, he wasn't getting the views that he was in Fortnite, and that just wasn't a good business decision for him. Yeah, and I think that that was the reason why him and Shroud they made them move over to Mixer because they have that financial stability. I'm assuming they received a hefty amount during their contract, so they don't feel like they need to play games that gives them the highest amount of views they can kind of do whatever they want so i wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. if we see even more people switching over not just to discord but you know you saw courage with youtube and then ewok with, um, with uh, mixer so i wouldn't be surprised if we see more of these movements with these top tier guys because it kind of gets to the point where you know they're just not having fun they're, they're just not having fun playing a game that they hate or they've just played too much and they're tired of it it's uh, mm-hmm. it, it's tough, but if you're one of those big time streamers, you know you've built your community enough that the viewers are probably going to follow you over. I would right? hope. I would hope. So you like Tim the Tapman, for example, has been playing Call of Duty for the past month, uh, and he's still putting up crazy, crazy numbers, the same that he was doing when he was playing Fortnite, because you know he has that community that he's built for you know what ten years or so. Um, but like it's it's different for a smaller streamer, you know. Totally. I'd even I'd even argue that that's just because it's Call of Duty. If he if he moved to another game, so he was playing World of Warcraft of when 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 that all popped off, and he was still yeah. you know putting. I think he hit fifty k on one World of Warcraft like thing. Yeah, but if he's not playing, mm. if he's not playing the game when it's the game, then it he's probably not hitting those numbers. But I also feel like Tim is kind of different from all those other top tier gaming guys because a lot of people that want to go to see. Tim play is more for his personality yeah, he's, than yeah, it is with the game. Sure. He's definitely that personality over but like, where, where it is like I know we always keep bringing up Ninja, but he's just kind of the prime example for all this. A lot of people that go to him, they want to see that top tier gameplay, specifically in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen has, has Tifu ever played another another game? Ooh, good question. Fortnite. I mean, I don't even think I saw yeah, him play Call of Duty. Not very much, no. But he's, he's also doing college. Fortnite as like a job, though. Like, yeah. As much as he's like a content creator, that's like his job right now is to do Fortnite tournaments. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it all gets kind of crossed up, like when you hit like partner or something like that. When like, so like all, all of us, for example, we're very small streamers. Yes, so, all of us. Yes, including <laughs> Nelly. Uh, when you've you've played, you've streamed in the past. Big Realm Royale guy, Nelly over here. When I had a computer, yeah. Uh, it's so I I think this question is more for the smaller players. 
you know, do you do it for love or do you really, you know, kind of just worry about those numbers? And I, I think, again, my, my take would be play for the love because you want to make that connection. You want your viewers to make the connection with you, not with the game. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, like you said, I have done a few streams before uh, Realm Royale. I think the, the most fun I ever had was playing Sea of Thieves. Uh, it was just me and my friend playing Sea of Thieves. Uh, and then I also had a lot of uh, fun doing uh, Days Gone, uh, where I didn't have any audio. I just played the game and was fighting hordes and hordes of zombies at a time. Uh, and, you know, I knew that I'm not going to get the views. I just wanted to put that content out there because I loved the game, so I wanted other people to enjoy the game. Uh, and so that's just my little two cents on it. Yeah. But uh, uh, I think oh, what Mindy was saying, I definitely agree with on the, the front of like, you know, for the short term, it may be, you know, what gets you the money. But then when you when you start doing that for weeks or months at a time and you just you hate Fortnite and you're just so done with Fortnite that it shows then that you're going to start losing your viewers that way because you're not going to be, you know, your 100 percent personality on Fortnite if you're playing Fortnite and you're just hating it because they're going to be able to tell and that eventually is going to come and bite you just the same and for sure so it's all about it's a it's a hard thing and it's all about the balance of it and you just have to be able to find that that thing that makes sense i say just have claw parties every fridays and saturdays and that's how you're going to get your views your <laughs> yeah uh so uh you know, talking about parties, otherwise known as uh, celebrations. Uh, PlayStation is celebrating their 25 years of being PlayStation. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's that's crazy to me. Uh, I, I still remember uh, my first game console was a PlayStation 1. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, so, what are your guys' uh, you know, fondest PlayStation memories? What do What do you guys think about that? Uh, I have I a great PlayStation I, until PS4. So. <laughs> wait I have a, a I have a great PlayStation story on on my end. So, my grandfather would give me and my brother a <laughs> hundred dollar gift card to like. Dick Sporting Goods or something like that. And probably wasn't Dick's. So it was probably like Toys R Us. And we would always get like little toys. It would be, and it didn't make any sense because we would never play with any of them. But then one year, my brother and I were like, let's combine the two gift cards. It's $200. We can get a PS2. And that was like a very weird memory <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah. And we got, we got Scooby-Doo and um, uh, Hot Pursuit. And that was... Mm some prime times so it's kind of cool seeing playstation 25 year anniversary because it brings back some like good gaming memories with my uh with my brother the uh the, the first memory i have of the playstation one and I'm, I'm a boomer so i've been alive this entire uh playstation uh <laughs> life is uh you know just going to my friend's house and just playing video games like what we all kind of started and how we started playing video games was just with our friends or your brothers 
And, you know, PlayStation kind of brings me back to the start of me playing video games. Mm. You know, so so when you put a, a number on where PlayStation is and they've been around for 25 years, it's like, holy crap, I've been playing video games for a long time. So it's part of my life now. Like literally gaming is and has been in my life for as long as far back as I can remember. And like some of the best memories are just like riding my bike over to my neighbor's house, throwing in Metal Gear Solid and just playing that game out like the the og playstation games you look back now are like brutal but you know that was it was so cool just to go to this like different world and the you know just experience like playing you know as snake and you're running around i'm snake i'm snake and you know it was just it, it just brings back a lot of memories when you, when you hear about a celebration like this they yeah, just yeah. Me back to like wired controllers and have having to have memory slots in the console like it's it's so different <laughs> to what it is now especially with pc gaming it's like a whole another level yeah no um i actually i told the story during when i interviewed for good game report uh they called me and they told me what was my uh you know first gaming experience and i had to tell them about me playing Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour. Fire. <laughs> Just the title. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing, phenomenal game. It was Walt Disney's ripoff of uh Mario Kart, basically. Um, and you know, just talking about how that was my intro into gaming, playing on the PlayStation One. You know, I'd wake up on Saturday morning and I couldn't figure out how to turn the game system on, so I'd wake my dad up. I'd be like, hey, Dad, can you turn on the PlayStation for me so I can play? <laughs> uh, and I'd do that until my parents, you know, woke up and then I'd go outside and play. But, you know, so for me, PlayStation has been in my life since, you know, I was born uh, until, you know, now I'm still a big PlayStation gamer. I play, you know, PlayStation almost exclusively right now. Uh, so, yeah, oh, I, I love PlayStation uh, and I am kind of nostalgic that they're bringing up their 25 year anniversary. You know, it's, it's kind of choking me up, you know, just thinking about it. <laughs> I felt yeah. so bad when I switched over to Xbox from PS2. I was cuz when the PS3 and the Xbox 360 came out, like I felt like I needed to stick to PlayStation, but the Xbox 360 man, it was it was like $100 cheaper. I couldn't say Never no be loyal to the company. I I I, I went <laughs> 360 after PS2, I think as well. It was just like $100 cheaper when they both launched, and I was like, you can't beat that. Yeah, most people made the Switch then. I think, uh, just thinking back, I uh, my first game console was an Xbox original, so I didn't have PlayStation and I, most of the time. I think I played on a PS2 once, but I never like really played on a PlayStation. I, I still have my PlayStation 2. Like, it, it, it's <laughs> home for me. Like, I still, yeah, I still I mean, have that game. There's a lot game. of nostalgia, for sure, behind it. And I think on... PlayStation side, I mean, even Xbox has these, but like, there are just tons and tons of just so many nostalgic like games and series and things that have been like you said, Metal Gear Solid and just the uh, the older Uncharted games. I know that's more the a newer series, but there's just tons of like history in the you know the 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 life of the PlayStation just with the amount of nostalgia behind it. And it's just uh, really one of those crazy things to think about. Uh, coming into the day where there's so many new things every day so many so many new pieces of technology consoles other businesses coming in and back then it was maybe playstation and 
And then in the early 2000s when Microsoft joined the game, and it was like there really wasn't a lot back then, and it was so different. If, if you think one of the game of the years that's up up for vote, uh, Resident Evil started on started yeah. on PlayStation, you know, yeah. and you look now, um, and they're still doing reboots, and the one that came out this year is up for game of the year, and it, where did it all start? Started with mm-hmm. PlayStation, so you know, gaming dates back to PlayStation. That that was a big launch. You know, you you got away from Nintendo and Sega, and then PlayStation came out with this whole, you know, like. It kind of felt like, like cool, like it, it, like almost like it was older, you know, like Sega and Nintendo. And then you're like, oh, PlayStation, this is what the cool people have. Yeah. Right. Like it's next sure. level. I remember so, so many uh, of my friends had PlayStation. I felt like it was kind of rare for somebody to have like the original Xbox. So, uh, really quick, uh, what is each person's uh, top PlayStation game? from 25 years <laughs> it's still scooby-doo that first game i ever got at <laughs> toys r us <laughs> do you remember um, like the what scooby-doo it was or was it, just it was like the hundred scooby-doo? nights of flight or what was it i gotta look it up right now the night of hundred frights yeah yeah i play that one too i think there was a hundred of them i was very proud and i had to look online to find where all the coins are or buy the book did you remember when you guys had to buy the uh like cheating code books <laughs> yeah but i think my favorite game besides scooby-doo obviously uh jack and dexter obviously pops mm. up in my head yeah that was really good now are, are these just strictly playstation games like i i know like now that i was going now off ps2 okay i mean I, to, to me it's actually the older god of war games Ooh. Like, uh, I, I know the newest one is, like, the best of all of them. Um, but, like, when I, like, my my mindset changed once I played started playing those God of War games. I was like. They were good this, for the time period, for sure. I, I was like, this is so badass, dude. Like, these games are so sick. Kratos is the coolest character I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then now with the new one that came out and just, like, it brought it just to, like, the new graphics and everything. It was just so cool. To see like where it started and now where it is, and uh, I, I I love those. I I think I'd be God of War two at least twenty five times. Like I I couldn't stop playing it. <laughs> it was just so sick. That is a really good yep. game. For me, I didn't play PlayStation as a younger child, so I don't have a lot of link nostalgia wise to a lot of older games. My favorite PlayStation games that I've played are both newer. One. One game of the year in 2018 with God of War. That is my favorite game of all time right now. That game is ridiculously good. Everyone should go play it. It's not that expensive anymore. It is probably the best game made to date. And my other oh, one God. that I would say... What did you say? I thought you were going to go off and say Super Monkey Ball. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't played. No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, and I would probably say the next one... It's a little older. I don't remember if I won Game of the Year or not. Last of Us, that game is... That game made me cry. I'm not going to lie to you guys. That game, that game is a masterpiece. Yeah, no, that's a pretty great game. Stop, have you played that game? What is it? Last of Us? I have not. Yeah, definitely check that out. I don't know came if you have a PS4 or not. <laughs> but definitely check it out. Let me look what the Game of the Year was in here. 
Well, so uh, while he's doing that, uh, my I think all time favorite PlayStation game uh, is Uncharted Two. I think it's the only game I've played to 100% completion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a good one. I played that one recently, actually, with the the collection. What What about like Grand Theft Autos? Like I, I remember I first started playing those on on like Playstations. Vice City. Yeah, like the amount of hours I put into Vice City, dude, and like sheesh. And, and San Andreas. I remember I, I would get in trouble for playing those games. I wasn't allowed to play them until I got older. Goodbye, myself. I, I, had, I had to go to like a friend's house or like my cousin's place to play. And then if my mom found out about it, like she would she'd get really upset. So the game of the year, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, it was GTA 5 in 2013. It's crazy how old that oh. game is. Yeah. They're still playing it. Yeah. But, you know, I think uh, it's about that time to start wrapping up. Uh, anybody have any uh, last words or anything like that? Christian McCaffrey for MVP. All right. He, okay. did not, he did not do very good today. All right. They, they kind of suck. <laughs> Dale, uh, you know, he started falling off once you started, you know, pumping him, pumping his it's, tires. because the rest of the team sucks. <laughs> not his fault. Well, Deli, I'm 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 sorry that I don't think it's gonna come to come true yeah, for you this year. It's not. It's not. Um, I, I I got no plugs. I just want everybody, you know, to enjoy streaming if you're a streamer. Enjoy gaming if you're a gamer. Um, have fun. Remember, you know, we were talking about PlayStation right there, and I was thinking about like going over my neighbor's house and stuff. Like, play it like you were a kid. Just have fun playing the game, and you know. PlayStation man, twenty five years old. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Still not as old as stuff. Okay, boomer. <laughs> uh, so, do you remember when the first PlayStation came out, bro? I was in high school. Whoa, oh, Jesus! No, I was. I was like, I didn't know you were that old, <laughs> man. Old it's man, stop! Somebody's age from when the first PlayStation came out. I was I was seven when it first came out. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, instead of trying to do the math, uh, any other plugs or anything? I'm just gonna say I'm an apex predator now, and uh, <laughs> and I'm usually the kill leader. And uh, yep. Everybody go to Twitter, look up Deli from the 501, and go find the video I made of Stop Dancing because it's the best video on the internet currently. <laughs> yeah, it all go really like it. I'll go retweet it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, awesome. Uh, and for all the college students going through finals right now, remember to take time to check us out anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, rate five stars on Apple and check out the Good Game Report website at ggwpreport dot com or goodgamereport.com i think we also have now uh follow us on instagram facebook youtube uh and pretty much any other social media platform good night and have a good game